Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Terry Talks Fiction. Today I'm going to take a metaphorical step back and let you guys do some of the talking. Over the past few weeks we've looked at a few of the best stories I enjoyed throughout the year that was, both in books and in other mediums. As part of that, I asked you what was the best fiction that got you through 2020? And you answered. Here, in no particular order, are the recommendations that you listeners have pointed at me and at each other. First, we have Beta, Book 1 of the Apex Cycle by M.T. Zimmy. This book was recommended by Kalina on the Terry Talks Fiction Discord server and was one of those rare and wonderful experiences where you just want to sit down and chew through the entire thing in a single sitting. In Kalina's case, only six hours. It's a tale of superheroes and super zeros and super secrets, and the girl who gets caught up in the middle of it all, Samantha Havidson. Samantha Havidson is not an apex. Seriously. She's completely ordinary, with a totally normal family that just happens to be moving to the apex epicentre of the world, the man-made island city of New Delos. Although she thinks her lack of super apex abilities will keep her out of the limelight, it quickly becomes apparent that the city has different plans, sweeping Samantha up in a world of secret identities and superpowers where anyone, even those closest to her, might be an apex. Plagued by missing students, secret apex teams, and a mysterious man named Adrestus, Samantha searches for answers, causing secrets to unravel about her classmates, her family, and herself that drag her deeper into the secret world of the apex. Now, this one's definitely going to make it onto my own review list sometime this year, since I can't help but notice the close-sounding parallels to the first novel I ever reviewed on the Terry Talks Fiction website and podcast, which was Super by Jennifer Chen. Another story about a unpowered girl in a world of superheroes. I loved that book, and it sounds like this is going to be one I love as well, and I hope you do too. Next, we have Mexican Gothic by Silvia Moreno-Garcia. This one was also suggested through the Discord server by Cheryl R. Hayes, who described the book as starting out giving her Jane Eyre feels, then taking a hard left into H.P. Lovecraft crossed with Shirley Jackson. It was also a Goodreads Choice 2020 winner, and it goes something like this. After receiving a frantic letter from her newlywed cousin begging for someone to come save her from a mysterious doom, Noemi Taboada heads to High Place, a distant house in the Mexican countryside. She's not sure what she will find. Her cousin's husband, a handsome Englishman, is a stranger, and Noemi knows little about the region. Noemi is also an unlikely rescuer. She's a glamorous debutante, and her chic gowns and perfect red lipstick are more suited for cocktail parties than amateur sleuthing. But she's also tough and smart with an indomitable will, and she is not afraid. Not of her cousin's new husband, who is both menacing and alluring. Not of his father, the ancient patriarch who seems to be fascinated by Noemi. And not even of the house itself, 
which begins to invade Noemi's dreams with visions of blood and doom. Her only ally in this inhospitable abode is the family's youngest son. Shy and gentle, he seems to want to help Noemi, but might also be hiding dark knowledge of his family's past. For there are many secrets behind the walls of High Place. The family's once colossal wealth and faded mining empire kept them from prying eyes, but as Noemi digs deeper, she unearths stories of violence and madness. And Noemi, mesmerised by the terrifying yet seductive world of High Place, may soon find it impossible to ever leave this enigmatic house behind. Honestly, the description of this book alone is enough to give me chills. I'm awful with horror elements in fiction. The merest tingle of supernatural anticipation in something is enough to get me checking the shadows behind every door I pass for the next week. But if that's your kind of jam, you should definitely check this one out, because it sounds pretty amazing. Next up, we have Hide in Place, the debut novel of author Amelia Neymar. This was suggested by Sarah Lynn Richard via Twitter, and is the story of a mother in the Witness Protection Program. While it doesn't seem to have a science fiction, fantasy or supernatural element to the tale, it does sound really gripping in its own right. When NYPD undercover cop Lainey Bird's cover is blown in a racketeering case against the Russian mob, she flees the city with her troubled son Alfie. Now, three years later, she's found the perfect haven in Sylvan, a charming town in upstate New York. But then the unthinkable happens. Her boy vanishes. Local law enforcement dismisses the 13-year-old as a runaway, but Lainey knows better. Alfie would never abandon his special routines and the sanctuary of their home. Could he have been kidnapped, or worse? As a February snowstorm rips through the region, Lainey is forced to launch her own investigation, using every trick she learned in her years undercover. As she digs deeper into the disappearance, Lainey learns that Alfie and a friend had been meeting with an older man who himself vanished but not before leaving a corpse in his garage. With dawning horror, Lainey discovers that the man was a confidential informant from a high-profile case she had handled in the past. Although he had never known her real identity, he knows it now, which means several other enemies do too. Time is running out, and as Lainey's search for her son grows more desperate, Everything depends on how good a detective she really is, badge or no. Sounding alluring like a gender-swapped version of the film Taken, this book sounds really interesting, and while I'm probably going to spend most of my year trying to focus on books, TV, movies and games with strong SFF elements, I'd love to hear what you think of this book, if that synopsis resonates with you too. If you do, please jump onto Discord or Twitter or the Facebook group and let us know what you thought of it as well. We have two last suggestions from the Discord server, courtesy of username Malila. Piranesi by Susanna Clark and The City We Became by N.K. Jemison. Piranesi is a novel which sounds absolutely fascinating to me. Piranesi's house is no ordinary building. Its rooms are infinite, its corridors endless, 
Its walls are lined with thousands upon thousands of statues, each one different from all the others. Within the labyrinth of halls, an ocean is imprisoned. Waves thunder up staircases, rooms are flooded in an instant. But Piranesi is not afraid. He understands the tides as he understands the pattern of the labyrinth itself. He lives to explore the house. There is one other person in the house, a man called The Other, who visits Piranesi twice a week and asks for help with research into a great and secret knowledge. But as Piranesi explores, evidence emerges of another person and a terrible truth begins to unravel, revealing a world beyond the one Piranesi has always known. As someone who put Infinity Train on my list of best television I watched in 2020, a story about people navigating a train with infinite carriages filled with infinite possibilities, this book sounds really incredible and tantalising. I already want to know more about Piranesi and his house and what he'll find there, so I'm definitely going to remember this one before the year is out. The City We Became by N.K. Jemison also sounds fascinating in a nicely complimentary way to Piranesi. Where you've got one book as an infinite expanse set within a house, The City We Became looks at a finite characteristic of a sprawling city metropolis. Every city has a soul. Some are as ancient as myths and others are as new and destructive as children. New York City? She's got five. But every city also has a dark side. A roiling, ancient evil stirs beneath the earth, threatening to destroy the city and her five protectors, unless they can come together and stop it once and for all. Now, it's one of my great shames as a reader and a writer that I've never sat down with a Jemison book, and this one sounds like an intriguing concept I haven't heard addressed in a while. The idea of city magic, or drawing a power from a city's soul, is an old one in urban fantasy, and I'd be interested to see where, as celebrated a writer as Jemison is, can take the concept. Definitely a book to put on the yearly shortlist. The last book recommended to the podcast is The Two Lives of Lydia Bird by Josie Silver. This was suggested by Belinda Misson, my partner in crime over on my other podcast, Science, Sex and Sorcery, where she and I take it in turns to suggest a science fiction, fantasy or romance novel to each other and then review it together. The Two Lives of Lydia Bird is actually one that we reviewed on that podcast. You can hear our full breakdown of the novel in episode 5 of the S3 podcast, but here is a quick breakdown. Lydia and Freddy. Freddy and Lydia. They'd been together for more than a decade, and Lydia thought their love was indestructible. But she was wrong. On her 28th birthday, Freddy died in a car accident. So now it's just Lydia and all she wants to do is hide indoors and sob until her eyes fall out. But Lydia knows that Freddy would want her to try to live fully, happily, even without him. So, enlisting the help of his best friend Jonah and her sister Elle, she takes her first tentative steps into the world, 
open to life, and perhaps even love, again. But then something inexplicable happens that gives her another chance at her old life with Freddy. A life where none of the tragic events of the past few months have happened. Lydia is pulled again and again across the doorway of her past, living two lives, impossibly, at once. But there's an emotional toll to returning to a world where Freddy, alive, still owns her heart. Because there's someone in her new life, her real life, who wants her to stay. Now, I know that this book made it into all of Belinda's best of 2020 lists for the year, and I have to say, I really love this book as well, particularly for the understated but very present way that Lydia's second life plays throughout the book. It's not much of a spoiler to say that these impossible moments she gets to spend with Freddy comes through the form of taking sleeping pills. The book's blurb says as much in some places. I found it really clever and really tantalising how that part of the story played out, and the unresolved tension that Silver leaves the reader with regarding whether that second life she was experiencing while under the influence of the tablets really is an alternate reality, or whether it's a complete product of her own sleeping imagination. I think that this line would have been a really difficult one to tread well, but Silver does a fantastic job of it. Even if I really did get deep into the weeds in the other podcast about all the unanswered questions I had about how this magic system works, if she really was skipping between realities. After all, you can't take the world builder out of this reviewer. Nevertheless, the novel treats it with real care and wit which makes it an excellent read. And there you have it, the top books that you guys enjoyed to get you through 2020. Thanks to everyone who sent their recommendations in, and of course, thanks to everyone who's been listening. I hope that you've heard something here that piqued your interest as well, and something you'll be able to enjoy in the coming months. Next week, I have another review for you. This time, the absolutely stunning novella, This Is How You Lose the Time War, by Amal Emota and Max Gladstone. I absolutely loved this story, and I can't wait to chat about it with you. And it's a really quick read as well. You can blow through the entire novella in only a few hours. So, you've got a week if you wanted to read it first. Otherwise, I look forward to talking about it with you next week. Don't forget you can continue the conversation on today's podcast over on Facebook, Discord, Twitter or email. I can't wait to see you there and hear whether you guys had read some of these other books on the list as well.